Hello and welcome to Everyday Wholeness with Lori Fletcher. I so hope to come to you with encouragement and with joy and with hope, which I've learned are things that are not tied to our circumstances, but instead in the messages in person of Jesus. I hope here to tackle relevant topics of today and provide you with practical ways of feeling like you are living in a place of peace and wholeness every day. Good afternoon. Lori Fletcher here with Everyday Wholeness. I am talking on the subject today of parenting. And uh, the title of this, of course, is Everyday Parenting. So I've been a parent now for almost 14 years. My oldest is almost 14. Uh, Parenting is not something that I can say came supernaturally to me. I still today, I always look for ways to improve my parenting, ways to invest in my children and my relationship with them, and ways to set them up for success in life. Uh, But of course, the main source of parenting advice that I go to really is just in my relationship with the Lord. And uh, I'm going to talk today, I'm going to give you three practical, because that's what I've what we're all about here at Everyday Wholeness is is intense lessons, but with practical applications. And so today we're going to talk about everyday parenting. And uh, I'm going to give you three uh, parenting-focused words of encouragement, words of advice for guiding your children through life <laughs> while they're in your home in these times that we're living in, which are just so different from the times that we were living in when I was growing up, or maybe I wasn't aware, but it just feels like they are facing challenges in the generations that are young right now that our generations before them didn't didn't quite have the same pressures that they're facing now. So I will start out by praying for you and we will get started. So Lord, I just thank you for this listener. I thank you for whatever it is that had them click on this episode. I thank you for the opportunity to speak to parents and anybody who just might need someone to speak to them about it, um, just like I have had you speak to me and I have had amazing leaders in my life speak to me about parenting. So thank you for your word and I just pray for our hearts that we can be as teachable and coachable as you need us to be so that we can teach and coach our children. Amen. So there's a scripture that I've heard ever since I was a baby Christian. Um, uh, I was a baby Christian. I really got saved at 11, but I didn't, and I'll never forget that experience, but I really didn't start living for the Lord full-heartedly until I was about 17, 16, until I was about 16 years old. Um, I came back to the feet of Jesus. I gave my life to him. And I can say one of the scriptures that I heard a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, even before I ever had kids was Proverbs 22 and six, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. What's interesting about this scripture is I've heard it over and over and over and over, but I've heard it in so many different contexts that when I became a parent, I have had to really dig into what 
this scripture means. The scripture is out of the book of Proverbs, which is notoriously known for the book of wisdom. So I had to go back to the scripture for me to know what it really meant because I used it. I heard it in a lot of different contexts. I've heard it as a way to um, suggest training a child up in the way that they should go and they shall not depart from it. Um, I've heard it in the context of like making what the most I've heard it in is making your children kind of fit into a box or a mold um, that is acceptable by the parents or that is, um, you know, only a certain type of Christian, you know, um, I've heard a lot of different ways that didn't sit well with me. So I had to figure out what it meant. You know, what would I feel like the Lord meant when he said tramp child in the ways that he should go. So this, uh, I've studied this scripture and, uh, one of my biggest encouragements to you is when you are on a scripture like this, I really encourage you to go where it is, which is in Proverbs 22 and six, read everything above it, read everything below it. This entire chapter in Proverbs talks about training up a child. The entire chapter talks about that. And I often didn't know that um, when this was being used in context. So uh, I'm going to go through the three practical things that I have taken and I have gleaned from Proverbs 22 and 6. Proverbs 22 and 6 is a scripture smack dab in the middle of an entire chapter about wisdom. And so the first thing I'm going to say is when we're training up our children, I really had to shift my own brain from performance training, making sure your children perform a certain way, get certain grades, be a certain level of athletic, uh, present you know, in the box of what our Western society views as quote unquote good. Uh, it was all performance based. And I also didn't know much better than that myself. I mean, much of my bringing up was also performance based. Uh, my parents expected certain things of me. And when I didn't perform well, uh, things did not go well for me. <laughs> now, of course, my parents loved me very much, but I had to shift my own brain from training my child to perform well into training my child to become character focused. And then I had to become character focused on who are they becoming? And that's what one of the, one of the three things I'm talking about is training your child in the way they should go, training them on who they are supposed to be, training them in who they want to be training them in the ways that this chapter is really, really talking about. The entire chapter is about the wisdom of character. And I am going to do my children a better service by training them to be character focused than by training them to be performance focused. So break down that, that chapter a little bit. This chapter talks about integrity. This chapter talks about the importance of generosity. This chapter talks about the importance of wisdom. 
and the importance of being a hard worker and never being in debt. If I only ever taught my children those things, integrity, generosity, wisdom, and being hardworking without debt, how much better do you think that that child is going to be prepared for life than if I just beat them over the heads and force them to get straight A's and be the captain of the football team? You can only be the captain of the football team for so long, but you can be generous your whole life and you can have you can seek out wisdom your whole life. You can be hardworking for most of your life and integrity is something that can always be important to you. So when this scripture talks about training up a child, that's what I really think it means is training them in a character focused way, training them to value those things that that entire chapter talks about, not just that one little scripture. So I encourage you to read that entire chapter, um, particularly verses 22 and 9. 22 and 5 and 22 and 7. And I'm going to have those in our notes um, following the podcast as well. If you would like to uh, visit the, the WordPress note page that, that helps you take notes on these things. Uh, the second thing, I also am always trying to tune into who my particular child is. So if you've been a parent for not so long or maybe a really long time, you may not need to be taught that all children are very different. Uh, they can come from the same mom and dad. They can all be different. They can come from different mom and dads and they can all be different. Um, and so how do I learn who they are? What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? How do I foster their strengths and how do I help them uh, overcome or or, you know, be able to identify their own weaknesses. How do I do that? Well, the only way I can do that, and the only way you can do that, is to remember the scripture, Jeremiah 1 and 5. Before you were in the womb, I knew you. The Lord knew my child before that child was ever my child. The Lord knew me before my mama ever knew I existed. The Lord made my daughter Molly my son, Zach, my son, Nathan, and my daughter, Alice, he made them with a specific purpose in mind. He made them with certain tendencies and personalities and strengths and weaknesses. And he made them with purpose. So what purpose is that? Now, you know, of course, I believe, you know, our purpose is to spread love to the world like wildfire the way that Jesus did. But but there is also something very specific to each of them, just like there's something specific for me. So how do I know what those things are? First, we acknowledge that our children are different from us and they're different from each other and that we cannot possibly know how to help them with those things until we go to their maker and we ask, Lord, supernaturally show me who Molly is and help me help her become the best version of who you've made her to be. You, it comes out of relationship, which leads me into my next point in this same um, context. 
So the other thing I want to do is not only do I want to practice going to the Lord and having the Lord reveal to me who my child is, like who they are at their core, but I also want to teach them to do the same because it is all about relationship with the Lord. His whole purpose for sending Jesus to die for us was for relationship. So in my relationship with the Lord, I want to spend time with him. I want to hear him and I want to make notes on, on what my children need. But I also need to teach her to do the same thing. And I need to teach him to do the same thing that only they can know who the Lord made them to be because he's their maker and he craves that relationship with them. And he wants to reveal to them the magnificent parts of them that he specifically created just for them. It's all going to come out of relationship. So again, moving out of performance-based into character and into who they are individually, it's going to come from their relationship with the Lord. So from the relationship with the Lord, that's where we're going to get all of the things that we hope for them. That's where they're going to get the scripture in their minds and in their hearts because they want it. That's where they're going to learn their purpose. That's where they're going to learn how to love and how to how to grow and how to chase after those character traits that we just talked about. It's all going to come from their relationship with the Lord. So the other thing I need to teach them is how to have a relationship with the person who made them. Number three, my favorite one, favorite practical one lately. Let's not forget the training part. Let's not forget the training. So I'm going to focus on character and I'm going to teach them to have a relationship with the Lord, but I am also going to train them. That is my job. It does take a village. I've heard that. There are tons of other leaders in my children's lives, but ultimately their everyday training is got to come from me. And what does that look like? What am I, what am I training them to do? So I'm taking a few minutes here to talk about training them and training them with purpose. So I recently, I haven't finished the book yet, but I have recently dug super deep into a book called Hunt, Gather, Parent. And this book, I don't even know the author's name, but this book uh, is, it, it has been a life changer for our family. And it talks about how different Western society raises their kids from most of the rest of the world. And how do we take lessons from the rest of the world to raise happy, healthy, helpful little human beings? So uh, this is, and it's such an, a, a mind-changing thing because I know when I was a new mom, I knew what the pressures were to be, quote, quote, a good mom. Um, and I'm, I've kind of put all that to the side and I... I'm training them with purpose now and I'm training them with every day and where it starts, it's, it all starts in the home. So in this home, I'm training them with the advice of this book that they have purpose right now, no matter what age they are, they have purpose right now. They are in our home, they are in our family and they have a job and they have a purpose and they can contribute to our lives every day. They can serve mom and dad, they can serve each other. So this isn't just having a chore list. This isn't just that. This is training them, training you if you have to, that there's life here and it doesn't just happen. It it, it takes work. And so this whole book talks about 
not, you know, centering everything around the child where everything's about the child, where you get up and you, you serve them, you feed them, you turn the TV on for them, you make sure they have games and crafts, and then you have a thing planned the, the, for the whole day for them to go have fun. And like almost all of your efforts are tied around making sure that you're their event coordinator and that they are entertained and happy. And it's coming out of that and it's, com- it's coming into show them how to live life. If you're folding the clothes, have them next to you and around you to help fold the clothes. If you're sitting at your desk doing work, they're sitting at the desk doing their during schoolwork or writing or coloring. If they're, if you are cleaning, the TV goes off and it becomes, we are all cleaning the house now. Um, and so you do life, not just in front of them, but with them and you include them in everything. And I, and when I started doing this, I have just seen such beautiful changes in my children. Um, so my two-year-old has, I just noticed like every day he loves to help. So every day when, when there's something going on, he loves to help. He loves to help wipe the, the windows and dust. And he loves to help when I get groceries, he loves to help put the Coke cans in the bottom drawer. And he loves to, um, he loves feeling like he's contributing and it's, it's been beautiful to see. Uh, and in, in my bigger children, what I have seen is I have seen them want to be helpful. You know, it's taken, you know, it was really fuzzy there for a couple months, well, maybe even more than a couple months. But now what I see is them waking up wanting to be helpful. Um, for example, my 14 year old, well, 13 and a half, she's almost 14, woke up this morning and her immediate thought was, as soon as you you take the kids to the to the park, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna clean the house for you. No agenda. And, and, and I even asked, I was like, I mean, I hope you're not. Ex- are you expecting to get paid? She's like, No, I just want to. I want to help. I like when the house is nice and clean. And that gave her so much joy to do that. And and that was really what I was after. Was I'm training them. I'm training them to do life. I'm training them to want to contribute and want to be helpful. And that's really where a lot of training them as they should go. That's a lot of where it starts. So anyway, I'm past my 15 minutes. It's 18 minutes now. Uh, I'm going to type up a note page and that'll be ready for you. So I hope this has been so helpful. Uh, I have recently switched from, uh, I'm still learning anchor and I have now uh, changed the subscription to supporter because I couldn't actually figure out how to get the subs- subscriptions set up and there's money sitting in there I can't get to, but um, it's now supporter. So if this is a podcast that you believe in, uh, there's a supporting there's a supporting option for you. Anyway, uh, have a good day and happy parenting. Hello and welcome to Everyday Wholeness with Lori Fletcher. I so hope to come to you with encouragement and with joy and with hope, which I've learned are things that are not tied to our circumstances, but instead in the messages and person of Jesus. I hope here to tackle relevant topics of today and provide you with practical ways of feeling like you are living in a place of peace and wholeness every day.